We want our coffee in the lobby. We watch our worship on the screen. We got a rock star preacher who won't wake us from our dreams. We want our blessings in our pocket. We keep our yes. You are in. Looking for best practices for life? Well, this is one of the areas. If you are married, this is an important lesson. If you're making looking to make any relationship work, you can learn from this. And going back to marriage, you know, most don't marry to divorce. So what is the ultimate level of uh, success for marriage? Well, I would say the ultimate measure is if you can make it to 50 plus years, assuming you're both alive. How does one get there? Here you go. It's got to start right here. It's got to start right now. The 50 plus anniversary club, chapter 13 from the audiobook Every Marriage is Flawed. If you wish to have a fulfilling marriage for life, wouldn't we be wise to study successful marriages? Better yet, those marriages that are past 50 years and still content? Well, that's what I did. And here's a speech given at a very special 50th wedding anniversary celebration that I attended. And in this day and age, not only is it remarkable to see a couple make it 50 years in marriage, especially in this world, we had a room full of couples that were married 50 plus years How? Well, here's a little story from one's youth and a clue to their success. Story. I love you too much. My story and how I wanted to go on a date with my mom and dad. When I was about seven, living at our humble abode in small town, Minnesota, just a stone's throw from my grandma Shirley and grandpa Harvey, I was bound and determined to go on a date with my mom and dad. Tim, I love you too much to have you go on this date with you, your mom and me, declared dad. If you really, really love me, I'd be going with you and and you'd be feeding me some steak or hamburger and fries, the young boy pleaded. Dad retorted, first of all, that costs a lot of money. Dad I know you have money, the son stated confidently. Oh, yeah? How do you know that? The dad asked. Well, I I looked in your checkbook, and you have a ton of checks in there, I slightly replied. Tim, even if I had all the money in the world, I love you too much for you to go on this date with your mom and me, the dad consoled. I don't get it. If, if you really, really love me, I'd be going along, the young man begged. It was at that point that dad taught the young son the order. God, spouse, kids, everything else. He continued on, I love God first. That allows me to be the best husband that I can be to your mom. And part of being the best husband that I can be, which includes exclusive dates with her, where I can focus my entire attention 
on her. And by being on the same page with your mom, that allows us to raise, encourage, and correct you kids together. A united front. A team. A team that allows us to better be better parents to you, your sister, and brother. Wow. 40 years later. And that story, I've told that story hundreds of times to my buddies struggling and fighting for their marriages and families. The story inside my head as I make my decisions on what to do with my wife and kids and where sometimes it needs to be separate. And think about our society today where it is now more common to divorce or not even bother getting married. In truth, most people put oneself or work first. And many, too many, put their kids first. And those are formulas destined for failure and divorce. And as for formulas that work, you've heard this one before. Here it is again. Matt 7, 24 through 27, the wise and foolish builders. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine, it puts them into practice, is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, and the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall, because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who builds his house on sand. For the rain came down, and the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house, and yet it fell with a great crash. We may be celebrating Jane C.'s 50th tonight. And when I look at this audience, I would also like to recognize the marriages that have surrounded JNC and our family. In my generation, we grew up with video games. And if you don't like how the game is going, you just hit the reset button. You didn't hit the reset button. You persevered under those storms. And whether you realize it or not, you embraced the teachings of Jesus in that verse and kept your marriage on the rock. You chose and showed how it is done. You chose mercy and sacrifice and change and forgiveness and grace. And most important, you chose to love. You have lived Matt 7, 24 through 27. Well done. And thank you from the bottom of my heart. I love you all. Cheers and good night. Well, there you go again. Short and sweet. Now questions for your couple or couch time or couples group. Here you go. Number one, do you know any marriages that have lasted beyond 50 years? Number one, do you know any marriages that have lasted beyond 50 years? Go ahead and list them off together. Pause and reflect. Number two, 
and let's be realistic here, you, you may not believe in Jesus, but do you believe in love? Do you believe in grace, mercy, and forgiveness? Number two, you may not believe in Jesus, but do you believe in love, grace, mercy, and forgiveness? And choosing those in order to make a relationship work. Pause and reflect. Lastly, number three, getting a little deep. The question, had you heard that verse before? Matthew 7, 24 through 27. Have you heard that verse before? I bet you've never heard it at a wedding or very few. And did you know that is what Jesus taught? Those were his teachings that he was referring to, choosing to love and choosing forgiveness and mercy and grace in order to keep that house on the rock foundation versus the sand. Pause and reflect. Thank you again for joining in. Thank you so much for sharing. Odds are that you know someone struggling with marriage. And if you don't right now, you will. It's just a matter of time. It's not if, it's when. So would you please forward this to them? And truth be told, it should be shared with every marriage that you care about. And usually marriages don't seek help until years of damage and fade. What if everyone implemented the above best practice? What if everyone studied the 50 plus years of the successful marriages and implemented those best practices? I don't believe we would have any marriages in divorce court. And I believe it was Pastor Warren that once said, if there was more courting in marriages, there would be less marriages in court. Truth. That's a fact, Jack. And that is the truth, Ruth. Now go, love one another, choose love, choose mercy, choose change when you need to change certain behaviors 